Paul, so for my job, I produce a lot of webinars. And when you produce a webinar, you, you learn a little bit about the people presenting on a webinar in advance. Do you follow so far? Yes. So one of the presenters in this webinar, his name is David Batman. What? His last name is spelled like the superhero and pronounced like the superhero. God bless him. It doesn't end there. All right. He's also a doctor. Oh, my God. <laughs> he's, he's Dr. Batman. He's Dr. Batman. <laughs> if you are Dr. Batman, you should have no problem getting a date. You, you are so cool. <laughs> Always then, you should go to the front of the line. This also sounds useful if Batman can like tend to his own wounds. Right. Like when he when he's like scratched up by Catwoman. Perfect. <laughs> nice job, man. Oh, we have fun on the podcast, don't we, Paul? We always do, man. So let's get this week's show started. Who's first on this week's episode? First up is the Don't Mute Us collaboration. Here on Hometown Sounds. Some equity yeah. 
go-go means to me i wish you would man it just transports me to like the best backyard party ever yeah that is where i want to be and that's that's just how it makes me feel and it's great (laughs) i totally feel you man hey everybody welcome back to the hometown sounds podcast we show you how dc rocks i am paul vodra i'm tony pareco and that was the don't mute us collaboration with you can't mute us the band behind that was the Pure Elegance Band featuring special guests Just Paul, Weensy, Jita Freeman, and I could not mistake the vocals of Anwan Big G Glover of Backyard Band and also David Simon HBO shows like The Wire and The Deuce. That was some really good stuff. Uh, the music video for that that Tony and I just watched while the song played there, uh, was really powerful. It was linking the original Don't Mute DC action that happened when the Metro PCS store was ordered to stop playing Go-Go. And I looked it up, and of course, it appeared in the dates and tweets in the video. That happened in April of 2019. That both seems like very recent and also really long ago. I can't believe it was so actually kind of not that long ago. Right. Yeah. And so it was linking that movement to what's been happening in D.C. and all over the country this summer, the Black Lives Matter protests, 
they got some really great video footage of the rolling mobile go-go shows that were happening in in collaboration with those protests. There's tons of great, you know, t-shirts and signs and community and everybody's wearing masks. And uh, it was a, it was a really, really powerful and beautiful video. I really recommend everybody watch that. There is also merch associated with this movement, of course, spearheaded by Ron Moten, who is putting together apparently the GoGo Museum. And there are some shirts and whatnot printed up that you can order to help support this. And a lot of the shirts are featured in the video. They they could put they could put the museum like in where the the museum was. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> Something tells me that's not the right part of town for it, but hey, you know, whatever, it works. I tell you, Gogo, I, I grew up here and I think Tony, you did too. And that beat, I mean, when you hear that those conga drums kick in. Oh, it's on. I mean, yeah, it's not it's unmistakable. And uh it's it's really great to see in especially in this video what a force for bringing the community together go-go music can be. I have loved seeing that, especially at the Funk Parade. They have often had go-go bands featured in some of the afternoon sets. And it, it's just really amazing to see the mix of everybody loving that music. And it's so much fun. It's so community-oriented. And uh, yeah, it was fantastic. And um, I really hope that a lot of people uh, hear this song and watch the video. And of course, I hear the election's only about eight weeks away. So register to vote and vote early and make sure your vote counts. I got to say, watching that video, I haven't, I don't engage a lot of, I haven't engaged a, much of the visuals from the protests around the country. Um, but to me, this put up, you know, the idea of people standing together in solidarity of an idea. Yeah. And, uh, in that regard, like I think that's a it's a solid piece of media. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Uh, who's next on the podcast, Paul? Next up, we're going to change things up quite a bit. This is Wim Tapley. I do 
in that song <laughs> yeah that was a lot of good stuff and one of my favorite things of course is hand claps so that was wim tapley with a track called the woodlands wim got in touch with us via email which is one way we love to learn about new dc music and wim wrote hello paul and tony my name is wim tapley and i am a singer songwriter based right outside of dc in northern virginia i really appreciate your effort to share a wide range of music on the podcast and your website so I wanted to send you my album that just came out this past Friday. I'm 17. I wrote all of the music and lyrics, co-produced, and I play every instrument on the record, save for a few horns and a cello. Would love to hear what you guys think. We think it's great. <laughs> we hope everybody who heard it also thinks it's great. I mean, geez, 17 and putting all that together. Uh, that was amazing. That song is the title track for Wim Tapley's debut full-length album that you can find on Spotify and all the other music streaming services. And while listening to the track, I was on his Spotify page, and then I just finally noticed the album art for The Woodlands, which is, I'm assuming, Wim, in a foresty environment 
and he is surrounded by pink yard flamingos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Love it. And if you want to know what tunes Wim Tapley is grooving to now, you should check out his Spotify editorial playlist called Very Nice I Like. And it is currently up to 459 songs. I am excited to see what's on that. I think it's cool to subscribe to playlists on Spotify. <laughs> yeah, I think it's much better to do that than just, you know, whatever the algorithm wants to play for you. It's so much more interesting to find curators that you like and see what uh, what they program for you. And then you're going to find stuff that you would have never found before. So let's debrief, Paul. Who's going to go first, you or me? I think it's you, man. It's always you. Okay, uh, sure. Uh, just some little things. First, there was a HelloFresh box in the lobby of my building that was there for like more than four days. Oh, that Hello, not so fresh anymore. <laughs> yeah. Two, did you hear about this David Blaine thing? I did. I actually watched it live. Oh, really? Oh, because I didn't. And so this is great. I can't believe we have to talk about this. <laughs> yeah, I saw it in there. I was like, yeah, I saw that. So I think I came upon it on Twitter, uh, an article that said that David Blaine, of course, magician slash daredevil, I guess. He's gone from doing magic tricks to like endurance stunts that aren't really magic, but they're like outside of what normal human beings could really accomplish. So with this stunt, he had a bunch of balloons colorful, uh, lighter than air balloons. And he had a rig of like a couple of cameras and like a headset. And he rode these balloons up to like 24,000 feet, which was very, very, very high. According to the thermometer, it got down to zero degrees Fahrenheit. And of course, there's probably not a lot of oxygen up there. So I was vaguely interested in this because... I had watched, when was that, two years ago, when the guy jumped out of the hot air balloon from space? Did you see that? No. Okay. This was a daredevil, another daredevil, a lesser known daredevil, shall we say. And he rode this hot air balloon up to basically the edge of the atmosphere and then jumped out. And it was live streamed on YouTube. And I caught it like five minutes before he jumped. And it was, it's really different to watch something live than when you watch it just on the archive because when you watch the archive, you know, like, you know, it's fine. You know, he's, he lived and it was great. But when you're watching this thing live, you just don't know what in the heck is going to happen. So this guy jumped out of the hot air balloon a couple of years ago. And so I, and I was riveted by that. So why were you riveted by it? I thought like, what if something terrible happens? It was kind of like disaster porn in a way where you, you don't want something terrible to happen, but he, he did this to himself. He went up there and, uh, also, I'm I am not a fan of plummeting myself. I'm not into roller coasters. I don't like and and so even even just like when the camera looks down in the perspective onto the ground, I get a little bit of vertigo. Even just like on my phone, if I'm just looking at something on my phone and it looks like it's really far down, I have to be like, whoa, okay. So I'm watching the David Blaine thing, and I'll, I'll be honest with you. I'm in a meeting while I'm watching this thing. <laughs> so I have it. I got my computer open. I'm on Microsoft Teams. I'm discussing, you know, software architecture, whatever we're talking about. 
And meanwhile, my phone has David Blaine. And the problem was that I couldn't hear the audio at all. And I really think it needed the audio. But yeah, basically, he went up to 24,000 feet and then, um, you know, detached from his rig and then fell. And then he had a parachute and then uh, did the parachute and um, took it to the ground and was immediately uh, intercepted by his, his team and whisked into a helicopter and, you know, did some interviews. So it was amazing. I mean, we do love the whimsy of this all being accomplished by balloon. Yeah. Many balloons. <laughs> were they different colors? They were very pretty colors. And I was wondering if, if any of them were going to like pop, you know, like if he was going to try to ride them up there and then and then they would pop and he would, he would end up falling that way. But he managed to make it all the way up to as high as he wanted to. Paul, were you going to bring up David Blaine? I was not. Uh, it was all you, man. I kind of forgotten I watched it, to be honest with you. So. <laughs> uh, yes. Finally, Paul, can I tell you about a podcast? <laughs> you bet, man. Okay, it's called This Sounds Serious. Its third season just started, and it's a spoof of the true crime podcast. The true crime podcast definitely needs spoofing at this point. In season two, they did so much great work where they they did like pastiches of like Reply All and Bear Brook. It was like one of the funniest podcast seasons I've ever heard, but... I bring up this podcast because of something interesting that snagged me. So, you know, it's running serially week by week, but they offer an option where you can pay five bucks and get the whole series to binge immediately. That's very smart. And I did it. Oh my God. Yes. Uh, I mean, it took up like, you know, uh, an evening yep. and into like the late night. But uh, so there's a lot of interesting stuff happening in the podcast market, and uh, they got me to spend five bucks. Right on. Support your favorite podcast. Paul, thanks for letting me give you my updates. Right on, man. I have barely any updates. Yeah, what's yours? Sorry. I'm sorry. Let's talk about you now. Oh, thank you. Yeah, the only thing that I could really think to mention is that I've been working on a little project with my girlfriend where we're we're trying to buy birthday cards online way in advance. So the idea is that like normally it's somebody's birthday coming up and it's like, oh my God, it's tomorrow or today. And what do you do? You got to go to the store. You got to go to like the grocery store or the drugstore. And there's a ton of really terrible cards and you're just trying to find the one that's not terrible. One hack is to, is to go to Trader Joe's one buck and they're surprisingly good. That is good. That is very good to know. I, I did not know that. But what I've, we've been trying to do is to buy them on Etsy. Because, I mean, a card is really simple, you know, like it doesn't take a lot of production to make it. And um, here's the thing. You can get a card on Etsy that is way more specific for somebody in particular than you can get at a grocery store or a drugstore. For example, two things my girlfriend loves are skulls and snakes. Wow. Jenny, you dark girl. There you go. So, uh, so yeah, like, let me tell you what, you cannot find a birthday card with skulls on it. At the grocery store, because that's kind of weird. But you can go on Etsy and you can find yourself a ton of cards with skulls on it or snakes or whatever. So we've been going on there trying to pick out cards for everybody, order them. Uh, if, if we find a store that has a lot of cards that we like, we get them like in bulk. And then just like, it's so nice to have a birthday coming up. And we're like, yep, we got that card. And, you know, also it's one of those things too, where, you know, normally we would get together with friends or family, and then you'd be able to give them a birthday card in person. But nowadays, that's a lot harder. So we're sending a lot more mail. And um, it's really good to have these cards in advance 
And then the birthday's coming up. We fill it out. We put it in the mail. They're going to get it in the mail. And everybody loves getting mail like that. It's great. That is definitely the sweetest thing I've heard in days. (laughs) And so how about we hear some more music, man? Yeah, that sounds great. Who's next, Paul? Next up is Dreamcast Mo. Dreamcast Mo, and it is called 301-341-7207. By the way, it is a phone number. And it, Paul, you didn't add the parentheses or the hyphen. I did not. That was that was my choice. Dreamcast Mo is Devon Bryant. Bryant is a lifelong resident of Washington, D.C., and he says that his sound can definitely be traced to his home city of D.C. and the makeup of its neighborhoods. Regarding the title, the 301 area code is another nod to where he's from. Area codes 301 and 240 are telephone area codes in the North American numbering plan for the western half of Maryland, including Maryland's portion of the greater Washington, D.C. metro area and portions of southern Maryland. My phone number growing up was a 301 number, and my current phone number is a 240. (laughs) The song comes from Dreamcastmo's new EP, which is called Lamont. You can buy the EP digitally for $4 or grab the vinyl for $20. And Dreamcastmo has made an interesting choice. The EP came out in June, so it's out. But still, of the four tracks on it, this one is the only one you can stream. So if you want to hear the other three tracks, you got to buy it. I loved that washed out hip hop. That's cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Some really interesting production on that. Love it. And I wonder if anybody's going to call that phone number. Maybe we should start with a text. (laughs) 
<laughs> I mean, I mean, what if, what if it's him and he you put it out there? I know. I feel like you call it, and if it, what if it's him and you just like end up talking to him and hanging out? I was wondering who it was. Are you ready for more music, man? I am Paul. Who's next? Next up is Roddy Rod. I'm doing 125 miles an hour. New Hampshire Avenue, Washington, D.C., baby. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't snatch the throttle and pop the clutch. Next thing you know, some youngin' pulls out in front of me, man. Little Nissan. Wasn't nothing I could do. 125 miles an hour, I slammed on the brakes. Yeah, I hit him. He hit me. Down I go. But I'm here telling the story, so I'll let you know. I'm built from the ground up. note for this song was it's like hip-hop cyborgs i think that's absolutely correct that was roddy rod with two tracks actually we've never done that before have we paul we're breaking the rules the first track is called grimace speaks the second is called cushions (laughs) yeah uh cushions is the main track but the grimace speaks is like a 35 second intro and and with the 
driving down the road at 125 miles an hour and hitting the car. And I thought that was neat. Let's put that one in there as well. DJ Roddy Rod is a member of two landmark hip hop collectives, Mass Pike and Low Budget, and has worked with the likes of Q-Tip, Edo G, Planet Asia, Wordsworth, Kev Brown, Odyssey, and more. Uh, he's done yeah, a lot of really cool production of a lot of people. And I really enjoyed being able to like focus on just the production on that Cushions track because, yeah, some really, really funky sounds in there. Uh, these are the first couple of tracks from Roddy Rod's new EP, which is called Built, that you can buy on Bandcamp for $7. It is put out through his label, Humble Monarch Recordings, who have also released albums by Tim Hicks and The Dirty Church, Kimber, Kev Brown, and Sean Bourne. And Tony, do we have more music? We sure do. It's Ari Lennox with Anthony Ramos. beautiful song was called If You Want Me to Stay by Ari Lennox. 
with Anthony Ramos. Ari Lennox is Courtney Sinead Salter. She is the first woman to be signed to J. Cole's record label, Dreamville Records. She released her first EP, Fa, on the label in 2016. In 2019, she released her debut studio album, Shea Butter Baby. There is a title track and video for the title track and ooh, ooh, sexy times. Here's the story on this song, If You Want Me to Stay. Ari Lennox teamed up with Hamilton's Anthony Ramos for this rendition of Sly and the Family Stone's 1973 hit, If You Want Me to Stay. This collaboration is part of a partnership between the Main Street Alliance and Crown Royal. Yes, the liquor. So it's like a partnering of like a nonprofit, like a political nonprofit and a booze company. So this campaign was launched to seek relief to help bars, stages, and clubs at risk of shutting down due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Proceeds raised from every stream of Lennox and Ramos's, if you want me to say, will be donated to the fund. Uh, I was also peeping on Aerie's social media. Eight hours ago on Twitter, she posted that she was so happy to be in this, and there was a link of her being one of two featured artists on a Skip Marley track. Skip Marley being the grandson of Bob Marley, the other featured artist on this track, Rick Ross. That's pretty amazing. Also, this morning, she tweeted a photo of her favorite juice, which is called Fire Juice, and it is a blend of apple juice, pineapple juice, and ginger. And that sounds mighty tasty to me, so you go, girl. And that almost takes us to the end of this episode of the Hometown Sounds podcast, where every song that we played was from a brand new artist to the podcast. We forgot to set that up, but yes, that's what happened. (laughs) Yeah, we had so many songs to review in the document, and a lot of them were from some old favorites. I counted 13. Oh my God. But I said, you know, let's just let's just go all new this time. Cause there's so much good stuff out there. And we want to introduce you to the new guys and girls. So Paul had this great idea. Let's remove anyone who's been on the show before and see what what that's left with us. And like we got really close to having the show just done. <laughs> yeah, it was amazing. So yeah, um, and as I like to say, we are on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Hometown Sounds. We have a website, it's hometownsoundsdc.com. Check it out. We have an email address, it's dj at hometownsoundsdc.com. Send us your music like Wim Tapley did. (laughs) Yeah, be more like Wim Tapley. But really, of course, the important thing is to support the musicians that you've heard on this podcast by buying their music. And seeing them play live sometime. As long as we have stages left. We have one last track for you on the podcast. Guess what? It's by somebody new that you've not heard of before. Hopefully, this is Nov Parolo. I hope I said that right. The song is called Since the Syllogism Access Denied. So here's the story about this. There is a new compilation from Fuzzy Panda Recording Company called Isolation, and it is benefiting Bread for the City's COVID-19 Response Fund. Bread for the City is a nonprofit in Washington, D.C. that provides food, clothing, and social services to those in need. COVID-19 has hit economically vulnerable communities particularly hard. Access to medical care and social services continues to be difficult, and COVID-19's effects of our nation's health and economy have made such access more difficult. All of this means that folks need whatever help we can provide now more than ever. We know that every little bit helps, so we are using our noise, drone, and experimental music to help others. Those noise, drone, and experimental people are real good at that. I love it. Yeah, there's so many great, awesome experimental benefit compilations. And whenever one pops up, I'm really excited to get to feature it. If you like the sounds on this compilation, please check out additional music by the talented and generous folks who have made it happen. If you hate the sounds on this compilation, please express your disgust with a massive donation to Bread for the City. 
that, that is text from the Bandcamp page. The compilation features a lot of awesome experimental and drone artists we featured in the past, like Tristan Welsh, Small Craft, aka Bo Finley, Tag Cloud, Jeff Surak, Chester Hawkins, and a lot more. Uh, the song that we are going to play is by Nov Parolo. And here's a quote from Dave Franklin of Dancing About Architecture. What Nov Perillo does is create cinematic scores for films which haven't even been made yet, but which just through their sonic grace conjure a thousand images. It is chamber synth pop, but with gentle futuristic electronica, replacing the more traditional sounds and beats, which seem only to guide and structure rather than drive the music. So I have two notes about this song. The first is, haha, there's actually a beat on the last track for once. <laughs> yep. And then I went through the experience we all know of trying to identify what something reminds you of and i did that for this song and i was like wait what is the movie or tv show that this is just right in the same general category of and i was like going through all memories of movies and tv and then i remembered what it was yeah and it's the music on welcome to night vale the podcast ah yeah it has really like this sort of like future goth sounds. The artist's name who produces it is Disparition. That's awesome. We hope that you like this. We hope you buy the compilation, hear a bunch more drone experimental stuff, donate to charities such as Bread for the City, and please look out for each other. Thank you all so much for listening. Thank you, Tony. Thank you, Paul. And we will see you all next time. 